0: Can I help you with something, Mr... Giles, Rupert. I'm looking for Buffy Summers. I'm um, a friend of hers. And I was her, her high school librarian. I'm sorry, Buffy's not here, but uh, if I see her... Buffy's been very influenced by your course. She quotes you quite often. <laughs> Sometimes she sounds
1: a bit like an introductory textbook herself. I don't lecture from the textbook. But I'm glad she's inspired by the material. She's bright. All she's really been lacking is encouragement in the academic setting.
0: Well, Al, um, I think it's best if, if, um, if we let a young person find their own strength. If you lead a child by the hand, then they'll never find their own footing.
1: And if it's true about hiking, ergo, it must be true about life. Hey and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy, We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reactions, our thoughts. We are your hosts, I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 12, titled A New Man, directed by Michael Gershman, written by Jane Espenson, original air date January 25th, 2000, to an audience of 6.02 million people. And boy, were our predictions way off on this one? They were way, way off. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no chance that we were getting this one right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we really leaned into like, oh, this is about this is gonna be about Spike. This is gonna be about Spike becoming a new man
0: yeah. and like uh, beating yeah. up demons. And boy, was it not? And they were like, oh, it's gonna be like Riley and Buffy, her new man, and. It's yeah. really not about that. We either. even had like a Percy prediction in here yeah. too. <laughs> I just heard a random Percy. Yeah, so uh, if anyone's ever worried about us getting a little spoiled for stuff, don't worry. We don't know what's <laughs> yeah. happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, we couldn't have been further off from this. But uh, oh. before we get into the episode, it's been a while, everybody. But today, we've got a couple of... Sh- 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 oh, I just hit my fucking hand on my desk. Ow. Ow. <laughs>
0: I was going to say you could just do that over and we cut it out, but now I don't know.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but, okay. <laughs> it's been a while, everybody. <laughs> we had a, we're going to do a couple of fucking sh- 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 sh-
0: shout, outs. shout
1: outs. We got a couple of them today uh, for this episode. Um Starting off with JB Domini. Thank you so much for the uh kind words on Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate that. And Surly Neighbors, thanks for your five-star review and rate as well. You guys are so kind. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you want to get your own little shh shh sh- sh-
0: sh- sh- sh-
1: sh- what is an Apple podcast. <laughs> I'm losing it, man. I had a coffee. I haven't eaten anything yet. So I haven't eaten anything it.
0: either. Yeah. I, but I I, yeah. Uh, I have a little tea. Um, Yeah. I would like to say these uh these reviews really help get the get the podcast spread it out, showing to people, you know, people find it on Apple Podcasts and listen on Spotify or wherever they listen. It's good. Yeah, it helps.
1: And it does help. It doesn't make it look like more credible. <laughs>
0: yes,
1: to be honest with you, because I. I just had a lady. So I'm a photographer as well, everybody. A lady. I have a photography page and I had this lady. uh, I told her my rates for doing, you know, my creative portrait bullshit. And she was like, how about this? How about instead of me paying you, you just come on my podcast. I get a bunch of listeners and and it'll be great for your exposure and you can promote your photography stuff. And I was like, okay. So I went to Apple Podcasts and I looked up her uh ratings and reviews and she only had like five ratings and one of them was a one star and i was like fuck that lady
0: i'm not going on that podcast (laughs) (laughs) like you're boosting that podcast not the other way around
1: exactly and she tried to like belittle me and all this shit she was like i feel like you a person with your following should want to do it i'm like you fuck yourself
0: don't don't fall for the exposure trap all the time like yeah when you're when you're younger and you're starting out that you get that a lot but just just wait it you know like some things are like i'll do it for a little bit of exposure but when people try to not pay you for exposure that's when you got to start being like huh
1: yeah it's like lady i've been doing comedy for since i was 18 years old i know the pay you an exposure bullshit (laughs) trap like i'm i'm i've been exposed so many times and here (laughs) where am i in an apartment in north hollywood (laughs) barely making it (laughs) (laughs) oh so yeah thank you so much for those ratings ratings and reviewings and they do uh i guess legitimize us
0: yeah and if you like the show tell a friend share it with a friend and if you don't have a friend share it with a stranger and make a friend
1: oh wow that was adorable um but uh yeah so thank you for those kind words uh surly neighbors and jb dominey And for helping legitimize this Rootin' Tootin' podcast. Um, uh, Anything else here that we can get into, Vance? Or are we good to go? I think we're good to go. All right. Well, let's get into A New Man. So... You want to rephrase that? (laughs) (laughs) Phrasing. (laughs) Uh, So this episode opens up with like a spike recap of him being impotent and then riley and buffy's whole lead up to like you know buffy figuring out that riley's part of the initiative and all that stuff but uh the actual episode opens up with riley and buffy making out hardcore on buffy's bed things mm-hmm. are getting intimate and remember last time when the, like last episode they had like three separate fights about like how they can't date and then at the end it was just like everything's resolved we're gonna date each other it's mm-hmm. gonna be fine but
0: there was no reason to no reason nothing has changed just the same situation as if the, if the last day didn't happen Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah so now they're fucking making out real hardcore and uh Riley's like, are we expecting anyone to be busting in here anytime soon? And Buffy's like, nope, Willow's going to be at the science lab all night long. And Riley's like, cool, 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 cool. You know what that means. And he starts feeling up Buffy's going under the shirt. And then just as he's going up under the shirt, Willow busts in. (laughs) And she's like, Buffy. There's fire-breathing demons in the rec room. We need to go. We, we need you now. And Riley and Buffy are like, fuck, come on, dude. <laughs> we're horny. <laughs> we're horny college people. And Buffy's like, all right, well, let's go investigate. And Buffy's like, oh, I thought that we weren't going to be doing this tonight. I thought you were going to be in the lab alone. And and Willow's like, well, you know, it's it's kind of a big deal. Don't worry. You know, we need your help. There's fire-breathing demons. I wasn't expecting that to happen. And they go into the rec room, and instead of fire breathing demons, it's a surprise party for Buffy's birthday. Whee. its like her birthday every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as as soon as we—I saw this, I was like, "Oh God, Buffy's birthday! Buffy has yeah. the worst
0: birthdays." <laughs> it was as uh, soon as the lights were out when she went into the rec room. I was like, "Oh, this is a surprise party." Yeah. Um, why was Riley not in on it? because he comes around the corner he's shocked that it's a surprise party and you would Uh, think Willow would have been like hey Riley I need you to take her somewhere to set up the surprise
1: yeah that's what you do for surprise parties everybody you get everybody in on it you know (laughs) Um, but also like when they they turn the lights on and they do the surprise like it's the gang and Giles and then, like, it felt like 15
0: other people that I'd never seen in the show. Before. It's, I I remember seeing, like, when friends would have parties, like, uh, mm. like friends, the show. Yeah. Because it's always just the six of them, no matter what. And then when they have a party, it'd just be these random extras you've never seen before. <laughs> and then I mean, maybe Gunther. explain it away. And maybe Gunther. <laughs> like, they'll just <laughs> like, oh <my> <laughs> okay.
1: They explain
0: yeah. the people away later on, but I was yeah. like, who the Hugger all these people <laughs> yeah they're like some of riley's friends are here how did riley friends find out where's forest if he didn't yeah know. yeah
1: yeah but uh then we have the the opening song and then we come back and giles is talking to xander and anya and and giles is like telling a story to them and i just <laughs> just like this is boring and you're boring <laughs> <laughs> And Xander's like, what did we say about being rude to people? Don't do this, Anya. And she's like, oh, right. Tell me your amazing and fascinating story, Giles, please. And then Giles is like, you know what? Fucking never mind. <laughs>
0: um, I do love the Anya, like, out of touch with people. Yeah, <laughs> not knowing how to interact at Xander all. And Xander having to be, like, the people coach for her. And he's, like, also. the worst person that had that
1: I know, but also Fashion Corner. Oh, yeah. What the fuck
0: is Xander wearing, dude? (laughs) It looks like he's on a resort. Yeah, he looks like he's like... A 50-year-old dad at a resort. Yeah, he's like at Margaritaville or something.
1: (laughs) Like, he's wearing uh, like a white button-down and a light blue sweater vest that has like clouds on it and stuff. I was like, what is this? what is this is in your closet Xander <laughs> who it was so weird
0: looking well, I mean Spike took his other shirt so
1: that's true that is true um, but I had to like stop for a second really appreciate the horrendousness we haven't had a good fashion corner moment in a minute yeah and this was this got me right back and I was like Jesus what the fuck <laughs> yeah but uh, so Xander and Anya leave, and Xander's like, I gotta give you some more lessons about being a, you know, courteous person. Uh, Willow shows up, and she gives Giles a piece of cake, and she's like, oh, so happy that you're here. Uh, Buffy and Riley come over, and Buffy introduces Riley to Giles, and she's like, this is my boyfriend, Riley. And Giles is like, boyfriend That, since, went, since that went to a boyfriend, have...
0: quick. Right, dude?
1: Right? Like, didn't Buffy learn anything from Parker?
0: She went from "We can't date" to "This is my boyfriend" in a day. Yeah,
1: yeah, dude. Like, th- there's a little bit of a period where you're just dating yeah. before you get a fish boyfriend. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she gets the whole intro. She makes it a fish with Giles. Hey, this is my boyfriend, and Giles is like, "Oh, I am okay. I I've never even heard of this guy, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, cool. Nice to meet you." And then Riley's like, I've heard so much about you, Mr. Giles. You're uh, such an influence on Buffy's life. And it's really finally nice to meet you. And uh, I know that you were like the the librarian at Buffy's high school. But, you know, since that blew up, like, what are you up to these days? Are you retired? Are you working somewhere else? And Giles is kind of like, oh, um, I'm kind of in between jobs.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Giles doesn't have a job but he has money and he seems to be functioning just fine.
1: Yeah. It's not
0: like he's it's not like he's out of work and like struggling. I don't know. He's it got a like a really this,
1: nice place too.
0: It seems like it's by choice that he's not working.
1: Well, we were always curious as to whether or not the watchers were funding his life yeah. as well like outside of being a librarian. Yeah. But uh, apparently, like, even if that was true, he's not with the Watchers anymore and he's not a librarian anymore. So he's just hanging.
0: Yeah, but like, is he like, just have some money from stuff? Like, I don't. I just I don't he's know. He's just like, is like, he not wealthy or something? But does he not want to do something else too? Like, I think he can get a job anywhere. Yeah. But, but he uh, could just work uh, at the museum.
1: Yeah, he absolutely could. Like, he yeah. could take over that guy that got killed <laughs> Yeah, for that guy that got killed. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so then Giles is starting to really feel bad about himself. He's like, oh, I'm a loser. Am I a loser? And uh, Buffy starts talking to him about uh, Mr. Mr. Professor Walsh. And she's like, I really think you should meet Professor Walsh. Like, I think that you guys would really hit it off. She's really smart. She's really awesome. Uh, She's uh, my psychology teacher. Riley's a TA for her class. And Giles is like, oh, okay, Cool. Uh, I'd love to meet her. Is she going to be coming here tonight? And Buffy's like, no, she's like forty. She what's she doing? Going to be hanging out with a bunch of teenagers for? What, why? <laughs> why would she ever be here? And then Giles is like, ooh, wow, I'm. That cut ooh. deep there, Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> she said like, uh, she's like forty. She has better
0: things to do than hang with a bunch of kids. It's like ooh. And then that's when Giles started picking up co-eds.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> He gets a motorcycle. Yeah. Dies <laughs> it's a Corvette. Hair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Put, starts putting on his leather jacket got again. His, got his just for men going.
1: <laughs> Touch of gray. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of salt and pepper. Yeah. But I mean, how oblivious do you have to be to like say that and not real? Like,
0: oh, there's a point where she asked Riley to go get Giles a piece of cake. So he, could, mm-hmm. he would go away so they could talk about him a little bit. But they'd just come over and given him cake. <laughs> yeah. Like Willow yeah. had just given him a yeah. piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't seem to play it off like it was fake. It seemed like, oh, he really didn't have cake. But I was yeah. like, doesn't he have cake? I don't know. Maybe We didn't see him wolf it down or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah.
1: So, Giles is really feeling down about himself. Is They're kind of making him feel like a loser a little yeah. bit. He doesn't have a lot going for him. So, that's kind of the establishing point of this scene.
0: Yeah. And, spoiler alert, it's never going to get paid off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, then we go over to Xander's basement and Spike's moving out. He's uh, packing up his things and... <laughs> what little he has and xander's even amazed like why is this taking so long like why is it (laughs) you had a a black shirt and black pants like get the fuck out of here and Spikes like trying to steal some of xander's stuff he's (laughs) like that's my radio
0: dude (laughs) what are you doing? it's like oh i'm evil what do you expect yeah
1: yeah um so they're like well where are you looking to move into and and Spikes like i don't know maybe some kind of abandoned mansion like angel used to live in or some kind of dank crypt without any sun in it Mm -hmm. and uh then anya's like yeah it can't be any more dank and disgusting than this place
0: (laughs) like spike and anya have a moment where they just like trash xander's basement (laughs) The Spike and anya bond seems like oh yeah they would be a fun duo too (laughs) yeah yeah like they have such
1: fun dynamics going on in the show yeah um but yeah they don't anya starts talking about like i don't really understand how you're gonna survive like are you gonna have a, a electricity or like light and spike's like no it's a crypt she's like well how are you going to find blood and how are you going to refrigerate blood and keep all your blood fresh and spike starts to kind of be like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's kind of a good point
0: <laughs> he's like oh yeah living in a house or apartment seems like the right way to go yeah um uh, i mean but- how is angel able to like have an apartment
1: i have no idea
0: <laughs> like spike you've been killing and criminalizing all this time you don't have like a You had a team of people drilling underneath the earth. You don't have enough for a little uh, Sunnydale, Sunnydale, like faith, like a faith. firm.
1: not to mention he's on the run from the initiative. Yeah. And now he's wearing what he was wearing when the initiative was like on his tail.
0: I mean, I don't know how much on the run he is because he's met. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm surprised that they don't like,
0: like, I know that he has been.
1: They don't do anything with that. I'm just like, I know that he's been chipped with that thing that's like, he can't hurt people, but they don't have like a location tracker or anything. They
0: have that for dogs. Well, and they also don't, he also doesn't seem like he's trying to get the chip out of him, mm-hmm. like for his own sake. And then they don't seem like they are curious about how the chip works Yeah, I'd be like, this is amazing technology. Yeah, they keep talking about, like, maybe we'll meet you down there. It's like, no, let's all go right now.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so Anya tries to give him a parting gift, and it's like Xander's lamp. He's like, what are are you guys trying to steal all my shit for?
0: (laughs) It's customary.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Spike's on his way out. He's not going to be living with Xander in his basement anymore. Yeah. So then the next scene... And uh, this is what I was asking about in the last episode, where it's like, how long is it going to take before Buffy like tells people? And not very long at all. Buffy straight up just tells Professor Walsh, hey, guess what? I'm Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And Professor Walsh is like, you're the slayer, huh? That's crazy. I always thought that that was a myth. But here you are, live in the flesh. This is all crazy. It all makes sense now why you're failing my class and falling asleep and everything. You're out fighting vampires and everything every night. That's crazy. And I think we should work together. And I was like,
0: wow, this really came together quick. And this was my argument every time you were like, oh, shouldn't they know about the Slayer and stuff? I'm like, they don't know any of the the spiritual, supernatural stuff. They just know these are demons or these are vampire monster things and we need to stop them. Like they don't know like the lore and the history.
1: Yeah, it seems like they're taking it from a scientific uh, experimentation approach without like the crystals and yeah. spirituality <laughs> yeah. shit. They,
0: they're not like hey let's get an orb with Tesla. they're like let's get a hand grenade
1: yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> let's develop a chip that yeah. makes uh neuters vampires and yeah. demons but uh yeah so professor walsh is like i think we could be great allies we can provide you with intel you can provide us with intel everything you know and i was like yes this this makes so much sense this is so great and then uh they start talking about like uh, how many hostels they've taken down, and mm-hmm. and Professor Walsh is like, yeah, you know, we've we've done a a good, we we've been taking out a good number of these hostels. I mean, for, uh, Agent Finn here, he's a he's even taken down seventeen, and Riley's like, hell yeah, I take down eleven vampires and six demons, mm-hmm. and then Professor Walsh is like, so Buffy, how many have you taken down? And Buffy has
0: this like thousand yards. St- <laughs> <laughs> like does ascension demon count for more <laughs> <laughs> is that like
1: two and a half but, for <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, but i did love that like it seemed like buffy's whole slayer had flashed before her yeah. eyes when she asked her that <laughs> it's just all murder flashes yeah <laughs> she's like wow I, i'm out murdering things every single night yeah. of my life for the last three four years <laughs>
0: She's like, I sometimes think I kill in my sleep too. So, does that count? Dude,
1: (laughs) she has to have the most intense
0: PTSD. Like, she is fucked up for life, dude. Well, I would think they would all have PTSD. Like, I don't know how they sleep. I don't know how Giles or Xander sleeps at night. Like, demons have been in their houses multiple times.
1: There have been, like, Xander's dating a demon that tried to kill him.
0: Yeah. But provides him no protection from other demons.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's gotten to the, they've, they've kind of like gone through to the other side
0: where they're like, fuck it, we're friends with demons now. Yeah. I, you know, who gives a shit anymore? Like, <laughs> I wake up, the, a demon standing over my bed. I'm like, get out of here, demon. I'm tired.
1: Like, <laughs> these people have to go and get some intense therapy after they're, like, they're
0: fucked. The dude. therapy's not going to help because there's going to be a demon the next day
1: that's true (laughs) that's true
0: what are you gonna do
1: and it's not like that they're like going to be
0: fully outright with their therapist either because they are like still trying to keep it all a secret which i don't know why help the therapist tell everyone (laughs) everyone needs to know this is real (laughs) it's just it's so intense like when you think about
1: the ramifications of all of this murder and death that surrounds all of these people all the time
0: (sighs) i still can't get over percy coming back yeah, and then there's a murder at the party he's at, and he's like, you know, I'm going back to UFC. This is yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, he knows what's the <laughs> yeah. what's up. He knows about the demons, and, yeah. But
1: yeah, I guess that's what separates them from everybody else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after Buffy has her little flashback, her little. Uh, a little Vietnam <laughs> you just hear <here. laughs> just like a fl- like a little like overlay of all this.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Darla's face yeah <laughs> we go to Giles who's at home and he's doing a little dusting of his uh, books he's doing a little cleaning and then he just out of nowhere has like a realization he's like wait a minute grabs a book from his shelf and he's like oh shit oh shit opens the book and he's like oh no oh no he calls willow uh and there's some kind of demon prince rising tonight and he forgot all about it
0: (laughs) my thought here one it was just so random my my thought here was also you're not a watcher she's not working with the watchers anymore if you weren't around who was gonna know about this yeah, like it would just completely take everybody by surprise. Yeah. What are the Watchers doing? I'm just we're like halfway through the season. Yeah.
1: All right. yeah. um, But yeah, he calls Willow. There's some kind of demon prince rising. Uh, so then we cut to Riley and Buffy talking <laughs> after their conversation with Professor Walsh. And Riley is now like, oh, my God, <laughs> I didn't realize you do this every fucking night. I thought that I was king shit on Turtle Island <laughs> because I killed 17. Yeah. And you're doing this every night. And Buffy's like, yeah, I mean, that's my life. I've been doing it since I was 15. It's just what I do.
0: Yeah. And Riley's like, you've been killing hundreds of vampires. Well, it's definitely like that uh, how many people have you slept with metaphor. Exactly. And then when like Riley's said, feeling yeah. inadequate. And then when she says, I've been doing it since I was 15. It's like they like really hammer that home, like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh good
1: stuff riley's well it's like riley is feeling inadequate and emasculated a little bit but Mm -hmm. he's also amazed he's like you're fucking incredible dude like that's crazy you do this every night and even he's like oh my god you gotta be so fucked
0: up (laughs) like i didn't know where they were gonna go with it actually like if they were gonna go like him just being like emasculated and like doesn't want to see her anymore kind of which i think they would have done in like season one or two like, Xander had a lot of those, like, don't stand up for me. Like, even Jonathan had that, which he stood up for him with the fish guys, the fish jobs. Yeah. He's like, I can protect myself. I'm like, dude, no, you can't. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Just be happy but, that Buffy Buffy, is around.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a fun little scene, too, and it's like.
0: Yeah, it, it fits with it.
1: I feel like it put things into perspective for Riley because he seemed like he was thinking like, hey, I'm a part of this big, intense military operation. You're going to think I'm really cool. And then Buffy's kind of like, this is every single day for me, dude. Sometimes I kill 17 in a night. (laughs) And she's like, I think Willow's got 20. (laughs) Yeah. yeah you know my stupid friend xander that yeah. doesn't have any kind of powers <laughs> yeah. at all he's probably killed like at least
0: 11 and he accidentally like, killed his best friend the first ep- the second episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
1: so it was a nice put things into perspective mm-hmm. for riley moment uh and i liked that scene it was pretty good yeah, yeah so then the next scene is giles going to meet professor walsh He knocks on the door and and uh he's like oh you must be a professor walsh uh and she's like yes how can i help you and She's barely paying him any kind of attention at all. She's he's like a thorn in her side. And he's like, I'm looking for Buffy Summers. Have you seen her? And She's like, no, I haven't seen her. And Giles is like, well, Buffy tells me a lot about you. And Buffy is like really influenced by you. And she's really uh, taken a liking to you and looks up to you and all this stuff. She really loves your class. And Professor Walsh is like, I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm Buffy's friend. I'm her older friend. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> I'm her. I used to be her librarian or something like. Yeah. It's like he doesn't want to just say watcher. Yeah. I, like he doesn't know yet. So. Yeah, he
1: doesn't know about the initiative and all that stuff. So, they start talking about like academic strategies too, and and uh, Professor Walsh is like, "Yeah, Buffy. She is really kind of a radical, self-important, not self-important, but self-reliant girl, and she needs structure in her life." And Giles is like, "I, I." kind of disagree i think that she should be really reveling in that independence and you just don't know her like i do and uh she really needs to have that independence and professor walsh is like look i do fucking psychology dude don't talk to me about psychology uh she's really lacking uh some guidance she probably is missing like a male role model a father figure and this like cut giles right into the fucking
0: cord yeah
1: um and Giles is like, well, f- f- fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and then she's like, well, if I'd see Buffy again, uh, I'll let her know that her quote unquote friend, Mr. Giles, was looking for her or whatever. I was like,
0: damn. <laughs> I was like, if Giles was a dangerous person, he could definitely do her harm. Well, yeah. It seems like, like high alert, you know demons exist. You know, yeah, you run a secret organization. Some stranger walked in and said they know Buffy, mm-hmm. and the only we've reason... just found out is the Slayer. Yeah, isn't
1: that a little suspicious? Yeah,
0: and instead, it's like a pissing competition about like who's got her best interests in heart at heart.
1: Yeah, and who's like the better role model slash parent type. Maybe figure. she's missing
0: a strong mother figure. <laughs> whoever says that. <laughs>
1: But yeah, Maggie Walsh just leaves Giles pretty speechless and feeling very inadequate and like he's fucking up yeah. basically. Um, so Giles, <laughs> Giles, Willow, and Xander then go to the graveyard, and Willow and Xander are kind of with Giles. They're like, "What? What are we doing here? What? Where's Buffy?" And Giles is like, "Fuck Buffy. She's she she's got Professor Walsh. She could figure shit out on her own. I'll fight the demon. We, we can fight our demon ourselves." I, I've fought demons before
0: he calls maggie walsh a fish wife which I, yeah. is a term i hadn't heard in a long long time and know i really don't even i really don't know offhand what it means but it's not a i think it's like a it's a put down it's definitely a put down but i'm trying to i don't know like why like in it's, what way yeah 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 yeah, whatever we'll, we'll talk about on discord it'll be a long yeah. it'll be the longest <laughs> tangent thread next week
1: so yeah giles is like i've fought some demons in my day we can handle this ourselves and then they enter the crypt
0: why didn't they bring spike i don't know he fights demons he wants to fight demons he has strength why are you yeah, bring? super strong. why do we keep bringing uh two random college kids with no powers except for willow who's a witch and not even like that
1: good of a wish
0: witch. Like she's good, but she's not like shoot things at you defense mechanism.
1: She's good. She's not confident in her own abilities at this point. I feel like you know
0: she's not gonna like witch you out of like a demon attack. Fair, yeah.
1: So uh, they enter the crypt. Nothing is really amiss. They're looking around and they're like, "Huh, oh, this is this is weird. Uh, maybe we missed it. Maybe something happened, but..." Josh was like, "All right, well, let's just start it anyway. You know, we'll start our thing." And Willow and Xander are like, "Ah, oh, this is really tidy and cleaned up. Maybe the initiative already took care of this." And Josh was like, "Uh, I'm sorry, what? What the fuck what's, is What's like? this? What's this initiative that you're talking about?" And Willow and Xander are like, "Oh, you don't, you don't know about the initiative?" And he's like, "No, what What is it?" And they're like, it's that secret group of demon hunters that you know they're fighting demons, and Riley's a part of it, and he's one of the commandos. and Giles is like, "What? <laughs> are you nobody told me about any of this?" And they're like, "Oh shit, yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like we all of us knew, you know not a lot of people know. it's just the gang and and anya and and spike, and Giles is like, Fucking spike now."
0: Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, I mean, Spike was held captive by the initiative. So, he, of course, yeah, he knew this. But But he knows it, and Spike isn't doing anything. Yeah. He's not like, I'm going to kidnap Riley.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. and then Jala's like, this is unbelievable. You guys have been keeping me out of the loop. And they're like, well, I mean, you know, yeah, okay. Well, it's it's Riley, and, you know, Professor Walsh is, like, the, the head of the initiative. And he's like, Professor Walsh is the head of it. The- She's a part. I fucking knew I hated that bitch. <laughs>
0: yeah i think that's uh, where he says the fish line maybe yeah and he gets
1: he's like jealous of professor walsh and and xander and willow are like oh god we we should have told him we fucked up um this is awkward so do you want to still do this and Josh's like no just leave i'm gonna sit here in this fucking crypt I'm just going to wallow in self-pity. And they're like, you sure? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, all right, cool. See ya. <laughs> and, at
0: that point, they should have figured Jazz is dead. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> left him in a crypt in the middle of the night <laughs> in Sunnydale. That seems like a death sentence.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they know that.
0: There are vampires like a out. Thing. There are
1: demons out. Like, And they all always hang out at graveyards, mausoleums, and crypts and everything.
0: Yeah. Like, Spike is out hunting for a new place. Yeah.
1: So Xander and Willow leave, and Jow is just sitting, and he's taking a moment to, you know, realize that he is not as important anymore as he used to be when he was the watcher at the library. And he's kind of like, ah, oh, this sucks. Well, I'm going to start doing this spell anyway. And then he starts to walk over to it, and he looks down. And he's like, no, fuck it. This is dumb. Nothing's happening. Somebody already took care of it. I'm just leaving. So he packs up his stuff, and he walks out. And from the shadows, a shadowy figure emerges, and who is it? But our old friend,
0: Ethan Rain, Mr. And Halloween like, himself. Yes, dude, I fucking love this guy. We just, had, like, a, we just had a Friday the Thirteenth pass
1: too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And uh, Ethan Rain emerges from the shadows. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna be in more trouble than you even realize, Mister Giles." Because once you leave this, something
0: very, very
1: bad is going to happen. And then the door opens back up and Giles is like, I'm sorry, did somebody say something? And he sees,
0: he's like, oh, it's Ethan Ray. Ethan goes, oh God, I, I thought you were going to laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. so also, I laughed out loud when that happened. he <laughs> like, yeah. just got caught monologuing.
1: It was such a good moment. Yeah. And, you know, it's He's in like Rain a trench is, coat
0: too, right? Like
1: he's mm-hmm. like. Even Rain is like a great villain that like they don't really take too seriously, but he is a dastardly motherfucker. Yes. Like he has some good, decent plans. Like the Halloween plan was great. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, band Candy was okay. I feel like Band Candy. I don't know what they were really going for. Distraction wise, it wasn't a great plan, but he did get a business up and running quick.
1: He really did. That chocolate factory mm-hmm. had a lot of workers, and it didn't matter if it, any of them got killed right in yeah. front of the other workers. They were still <laughs> making chocolate. It was an Amazon factory if I've ever seen <laughs> It was like Amazon mixed with Willy Wonka. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, dude, Ethan rain has got some staying power. I like this guy. He's a great actor, too, mm-hmm. whoever is the, the guy acting. Uh, Robin Sachs.
0: I was uh, so happy to see them, like, sitting down with some beers. I was like, this is going to yes. be fun.
1: Um, but before we get to the beer, having uh, Giles is like Ethan Rain. Ooh, beating the shit out of you is gonna make my bad day feel a lot good better. And he just grabs him, he cocks back, yeah. <laughs> and Ethan's like, wait, 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 wait don't <laughs> ripper, no, <laughs> ripper, no. <laughs> He's like, I got some information. Don't, no, don't, 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 don't. I can I can help you. We can work together. And Giles is like, why would I ever fucking want to work with you and I want to thrash you? And he's like, wait, I gotta I gotta I got some information for you. Something bad is coming. Something bad's happening. And I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you all about it if you just don't beat me up. And Jaws is like, Okay, all right. And then we cut to them having a beer at a restaurant together. Yeah, I was like, what is this place in Sunnydale?
0: yeah it looked nice i yeah, like it's that like place giles, man. you can like you can you know step out have a drink you know yeah. walk around meet some people meet some and, new demons
1: and they're kind of uh reluctantly like bonding over old times it seems like they have a beer and giles is like re- he's reticent to uh, give in to the, the they have the history but they, they also
0: don't like each other you know yeah. it's
1: so Ethan starts to tell Giles about, you know, there's something ha- like causing harm to demons and it's not the slayer, it's not any kind of like witch stuff that we're used to. There's some kind of other shit at play here and it's really starting to throw the balance out of good and evil in the world like there's the, the the demons are scared, and when they're scared, they start to react in an angry way, and they, that means they're going to start to attack and everything. And uh, what they're scared of is something called 314. And whatever 314 is, it's throwing the world out of balance, and we, they need to like investigate and figure out what that is and stop it because it could lead to some real serious bad shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right.
0: I'd argue that the balance has never really been there.
1: Yeah, like what good balance is being struck here, <laughs> with like the hell mouth always threatening to be opened again, yeah. and uh, the ascension happening. Yeah, all of this crazy shit. Like, is this balance? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, is this the world as normal? A whole high school getting eaten by an ascension demon. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the balance. Yeah, no, that's that's how
1: this should be playing out. This,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, alas,
1: uh, so Ethan Rain is. Is it a little concerned and it's causing Giles to like raise a few eyebrows too. like this is, you know, Giles doesn't like Ethan Rain, but for as much as he doesn't like Ethan Rain, he has some good intel sometimes. Yes. Yeah. So he respects Ethan Rain from that point of view, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we cut to a scene where Buffy and Riley are sparring with each other. Mm hmm. And it's this weird, goofy, them just, like, circling around each other
0: in a flirty way. Do you know what it reminds me of? Have you ever seen that clip of them playing basketball in Catwoman, the Halle Berry? Yes. And it's, like, yes. those weird close-ups. That's just what yes. it looks like. It's shot almost, like, the same way, where it's, like, these close-ups, and he's, like, grinning and smiling. And Dude, oh. that— It's a
1: Halle Berry and oh, Benjamin um, Bratt. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's so, I was going to say it's like the, the end of that one Rocky movie where like he and, uh, Apollo Creed are, they're having that like sparring bout Mm. against each other and they're like circling each other. And it's like this really kind of,
0: it's a mix between that because it has that vibe of that Rocky ending where they're like about to punch each other and they're playfully sparring, but then it has the close ups of that like Catwoman thing that are straight up. Because it never goes, like, as wacky as that Catwoman thing at the end.
1: Thank God. My goodness. That's a mess. That scene is um, an editing nightmare mess. There's, like, 90 cuts in, like, five
0: seconds. It is the most insane thing I've ever seen.
1: My favorite meme, I think, like, Hood Clips on Instagram, they always post that. And it's (laughs) the caption is, they really thought they were doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like Halle Berry doing
0: with a basketball like doing this weird uh cabbage patch dance. Thing. Oh my god. <laughs> so gosh. stupid. And the grins on their faces. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, Buffy and Riley are doing this and they're like sparring and you know, they're going at each other and you know, it's it seems light and playful and then Riley's like, "Are you holding back?" And Buffy's like, "Maybe a little, are you?" And Riley's like, "Yeah, maybe I'm holding back a little." And then they like you know they they disengage and they're like all right let's not hold back all right let's go mm-hmm. let's really go i want to see how strong you are and how how intense this can get mm-hmm. and then once they start doing that riley starts like going to like beat the shit out of buffy he starts mm-hmm. w- trying to wail on her and buffy is blocking his attacks mm-hmm. but then buffy starts to try and punch him and riley's holding his own mm-hmm. blocking her attacks and then she sweeps the leg and then he gets knocked down, and they get back up. And then Buffy just hits him with this sidekick that launches him across the room into some padding. And she's like, Oh God, Riley, are you okay? Yeah. It's like, dude, he just got his sternum caved yeah. in. <laughs> he, all of his ribs are broken.
0: Yeah. His, ego, his ego is shattered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like...
1: She runs over to him and she's like, Are you okay? He's
0: like, oh, I'm okay. Oh, I'll be fine. <gasps>
1: it's like his yeah. wind is like yeah. totally it should have been more intense like it wasn't as intense as yeah. i just made it I mean, he but it should across have been like room. that <laughs> yeah it's so crazy man yeah but riley's like ego a little hurt buffy's like okay uh all right well let's just make sure that you're good maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. yeah <laughs> yeah so then we go back to Giles with Ethan Rain, and they're both drunk now. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> There goes oh, a bunch of beers, shots being handed out, like Ethan Rain giving out his number to the waitress.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. So Giles is talking to Ethan Rain, and he's like, this f- "I've been fucking fighting demons for twenty years, and this Professor Walsh lady shows up, and who knows how long she's been doing this, and and what? I'm just I'm just useless now, huh?" <laughs> I'm just uh just some guy on the side I'm just nothing. And Ethan Rain's like, Don't even worry about it, man. She's fucking sounds like a real fucking piece of work, you know? And Giles is is all jealous of you know Professor Wallace. And Ethan Rain's given the waitress's number and Giles is like, you know, look at us, man. We're a couple of old mystics and the world is passing us by, you know, there's I'm a sad, unemployed former librarian and i who has a tendency to get knocked on the head
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love that they call that stuff out
1: yeah um he's like look dude the world's passing us by and you know we're not relevant anymore and ethan rain's like well i wouldn't worry about that too much mr giles because i just slipped poison in your beer and you'll be dead in a matter of minutes and giles looks up at him and he's like you motherfucker How dare you? And Ethan Rains just goes, just kidding. (laughs) And then they cheers together. They cheers to magic. And uh, it was a pretty cute little bonding scene of two old rivals that sort of respect each other, have a history, but don't like each other. But, you know, they're bonding
0: over their irrelevancy. Yeah, I was just like, so he was just standing in the crypt doing (laughs) nothing. And then he tells you about 314. He could have just yeah. come to your house and told you about that. Like right? it seems like he's up to something, Giles. <laughs> yes. And I'm not uh, really sure what's happening. It's
1: like it makes sense if like demons and vampires live in crypts, but Ethan yeah. Rain's just a regular a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. So then the next scene is uh Willow and Tara. Tara's back in the fold, she's uh-huh. here, and they're gonna practice doing some spells together. Mm -hmm. and the spell that they're practicing is they're gonna they have a little uh symbol drawn on the floor and what they're gonna they have a rose and what they're gonna do is they're gonna float the rose and once the rose is floating they're going to pluck all of the petals off of the rose and i was like I am very excited to see how the special effects are going to make that happen. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, I like crossed my arms. I was like, "All right, let's see what happens." The BSX crew is reading the script, and they're like, "Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, you want us to do what?"
1: They're <laughs> just like, "Fuck it! We just learned how to do the face swap. Like, we <laughs> us to pluck petals so let's from get a an row.
0: oversized flower, right? We can like, a <laughs> fishing line, and we can pluck it off, and then we close up, right? Close up."
1: Uh but uh in order to make this spell work they need to hold hands and they like do a really good close up of this hand holding and it's very intimate. This is and,
0: erotic witchcraft is what they're yeah.
1: And Willow explains like in order to make this spell work we really need to be in tune and we really need to have our minds meet a uh, meeting of our minds and our emotions. We need to be on the same page and And Tara's like fucking right on. She's like,
0: "This sounds hot as fuck." She's like, "We probably should be naked too, right?" (laughs) These clothes are gonna hold us back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they they start holding hands, interlocking fingers, and they close their eyes. And you know, the wind, the breeze starts going through their hair. The rose starts floating, and as the rose starts floating, they open their eyes and they see it, and they're like doing it we're fucking doing witchcraft together (laughs) god this is so hot um and after the rose floats there willow's like "All right, time to do the the plucking and pulling apart of the petals (laughs) and tara's like fuck yeah i like this metaphor
0: (laughs) are are we too subtle or not subtle
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh and then the rose just starts fucking flying all over the yeah. place. The eroticism is too much to handle.
0: Oh, no, my deflowering gone wrong. Yeah.
1: And it starts zooming all over the room. It's And then it eventually lands back on the symbol that they have drawn on the ground. And then it just explodes. And uh, they look at it and they're like, well,
0: that can't be good. They're like, well, the petals are gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did like that. Tara brought that out. She's like, oh, "The petals have gone. Huh? Yeah. The deflowering uh, definitely happened." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and well, I was like, "Huh," but that didn't seem
0: right. Yeah, and I like, "So we're doing this or not?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 this is the original Netflix and chill, <laughs> witchcraft yeah. and chill. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude. Um. So. Then we have Giles waking up the next morning and he's like, oh, I, I knew this morning I was going to feel like hell, holy crap. And he, he's hung over because of all the beers that he drunk. Um, and he starts walking down the down the stairs and we're curiously not getting a look at what he looks like. We're not seeing his face. And he walks down the stairs and he's yawning and stuff and he's getting ready for his day. And he goes up to the mirror and in the mirror it reveals that giles has been turned into this hideous horrifying demon with these gigantic horns Mm -hmm. he's all scarred and crazy looking and he sees it and he's like oh my fucking god i'm a demon and he grabs the mirror and stuff and the mirror breaks he grabs his his post on his uh on his like banister and the banister breaks he's like fucking ethan rain he goes to grab a phone to call buffy or willow or somebody phone smashes in his hand uh and then he's like oh i don't understand my own strength i'm gonna go out he tries to put a shirt on the shirt rips and he's like oh i really like that shirt damn it then he was like all right I'm going to put a blanket over my head and I'm going to go out into the world. I need to find somebody that can help me. Opens his door. Door busts off its hinges. And he's like, God damn it. This is so much fucking home remodeling (laughs) costs.
0: My favorite thing is like hungover. Giles Giles wakes up hungover as a demon in a breakaway (laughs) house. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Basically everything. Like, look at this house. Everything is like this fake. These fake banisters. Like. (laughs) <laughs> the phone is like made out of like crumpled like it's <laughs> everything he touches just falls apart i loved it and i was like this it's, is so funny man they just made a fake house that you can rip it's, apart
1: it's like that scene i think it's in the andrew garfield spider-man where he first becomes spider-man and he like turns his faucet and it oh, starts yeah. breaking like everything starts breaking yeah. it that those scenes must be so fun to act yeah, like it just, it's just everything's breaking and it's like, all right, the purpose of this scene is to break everything. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah, that must be awesome. But so Giles is out in the world. He's looking for somebody that can help him. Uh, Buffy and Willow are eating breakfast together and and Buffy's like, man, I really like Riley. Life is so good. Everything's going so great. Willow, you didn't come home last night. Where were you? And Willow's like, "Uh, I was alone. In the library doing some studying of, of witchcraft. I was trying to... I was alone, though. Definitely wasn't with another person.
0: Yeah, so you were at the library all night and were having breakfast together. Like, yeah. you slept there.
1: Pulled it yeah. all night or trying to pull those fucking petals off of that rose, baby? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, um, well, I didn't see you last night, so I thought you were dead, but okay.
1: Yeah, I would never... like. <laughs> I would need hourly check-ins with all yeah. of my friends. Yeah. Um, but Willow talks to Buffy about, you know, I was trying to do this spell with this rose and something happened, it started zooming across the room and then it exploded. And I felt a very dark presence that was kind of manipulating things and it wouldn't allow me to do the, the spell correctly. And Buffy's like, huh, well, that's kind of concerning. We should tell Giles about that. You know what, actually we should tell Maggie Walsh about that. Because uh, she's interested in learning about all this dark presence bullshit. Mm-hmm. And was like, mm, maybe we should tell Giles about it. Mm-hmm. He's been feeling kind of hurt and neglected and out of the loop. Uh, because last night he found out that uh, about the initiative and Riley and Professor Walsh. And Buffy's like, he didn't know about that? And Will's like, yeah, you didn't tell him any of that. And Buffy's like, I could have swore I did. And Will's like, e-
0: you didn't. Yeah, and girl. Buffy's like, oh, man, that sucks. Oh, yeah. whatever. Giles will get over you it. You spent more time <laughs> arguing with Riley about if you guys could date than-, <laughs> than telling Giles, who's been drawing pictures and having maps and stuff. <laughs> but Buffy's like,
1: yeah, I'll tell Giles. Uh, I'll I'll apologize. He'll forgive me. He doesn't, you know, he he can't be possibly stay mad at me i mean look at this
0: face <laughs>
1: look at this punum
0: uh She's like i'm all he's got in his life anyway <laughs>
1: yeah he's nothing without me yeah i guess i forgot to tell him but whatever he'll he'll get over it um uh, but let me tell you things are going really well with riley except for yesterday me and riley were sparring and i kicked him across the room and i may have dented him uh and willow's like well that's not good And Buffy's like, well, he asked me not to hold back, so I fucking kicked him across the room. And Willow's like, did you really hold back? Did you really not hold back? That could have killed him. And Buffy's like, well, I mean, he asked me not to hold back, but I mean, I held back a little bit.
0: Yeah, (laughs) she would have punched a hole in his chest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she would have donutted that guy, dude.
0: Like, he would have... They bring it up later, but it is is the Spider-Man thing where Spider-Man... In the comics and the movies, he's always pulling his punches yeah, Spider-Man, because Spider-Man. All if he would have unleashed all of his punching ability, he would just like destroy people. Yeah, which I knock- still, which I don't love in the canon of Spider-Man, just for the simple fact that he should be able to knock people out with one punch.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that it, it's a varying level of pulling punches because, like, when he's fighting Venom or Carnage or something, like it's yeah. more of a. He puts more strength into it, but, like, Dr. Octopus is just a dude with tentacle arms. Like, he
0: would knock that guy's head off. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you could uh, at least hit him hard enough to, like, concuss him.
1: Yeah, like, knock him out, give him a... Just punch him right on the button, you know? But anyway, so, Buffy feels a little bad that, you know, she lied to Riley about holding back or whatever, I guess. So, now we have a scene where Giles goes to Xander's
0: basement. How he like, did he make it all the way over there? He dude, is he is a monster demon with a sheet over him. Like horns, face. Yes. Can't drive. Walking.
1: It's not even just that his face and and like upper body is hurt. Like he's, he's got like, like weird legs and homes. He's and like shit. eight
0: feet tall, too.
1: Yeah. Like there's no hiding this. Yeah. Um, and also why would Xander be
0: the first like you hate Xander? Yeah. Maybe he's closest to him or something. I mean he can't go the five miles to college. Fair very fair. That is that is quite a far walk. Yeah, I mean I'm sure he could make it if we wanted him to but.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he goes to Xander's basement and Xander's still asleep and Giles like "You're still asleep it's 1030. Can't believe this lazy slack slacker and so he's shaking Xander he's like Xander. Xander, wake up. It's me, Giles. And uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to look like Giles when you look at me. <laughs> but it is me, Giles. Something bad has happened. in Xander, he's like out of it. He's kind of coming to, And he opens his eyes and he sees Giles. And he's like, oh, holy shit. And it is revealed that while we are perceiving Giles to be speaking English to Xander xander is perceiving giles to be speaking this unbelievable crazy demon language so xander can't understand that it's giles and giles is saying all this sweet stuff to him yeah so xander starts freaking out wakes up jumps out of bed starts throwing pots and pans at giles and giles is like no wait xander it's me And Xander's like, get the
0: fuck out of my house, demon. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And Xander's like, get out of here. And so Giles eventually is like, oh, fuck, this sucks. He can't understand me. What's going on? And he runs out. And Xander's like, yeah, that's right. Get out of here, demon. And so this is the most unbelievable part.
0: Well, before we get to that, Xander has just been woken up. After being a demon magnet in a a few episodes ago to a Mm -hmm. demon standing over his bed. Yes. He threw pots and pans at it and the demon left. Yeah. What does he think is going on?
1: Yeah, I think that he'd be able to put two and two together when the demons like waving the white flag like hands up like, hey, ow.
0: I don't know if you think that immediately. (laughs) I I don't know what you would think, but I wouldn't be comfortable. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like... I would get a with... better lock on that door. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, Giles did just bust his his own door I mean, off the hinges. So. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't stop. But, I mean, like, you have to have some type of protection. Demons are walking in all the time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Giles runs off. And then Giles has his, like, blanket over top of him. But he's clearly visible <laughs> and he's running it's it's the middle of the day he's running across lawns stepping on like children's toys there's kids playing in their yards mm-hmm. that plainly see giles running across parents come out and they start shielding their kids from giles and like oh my god there's a demon giles is running amuck through the city plainly visible to everyone
0: They all know demons exist, they all just put blinders on. That's the only way to take this world.
1: Yeah. Like so,
0: that lady's so casual getting her kid away from a demon. I know. She just like <laughs> grabs her <laughs> like, get away from him, honey. <laughs> honey and, and, uh, she tells her husband, Call the police. Yeah. And it's just like you should be frantically screaming. Yes. <laughs> There's a demon monster during the day, like inches like feet away from your child
1: yeah kicking your kids toys all around the yard
0: yeah i it's just yeah sure but somehow he managed to make it over there fine yeah
1: he did yeah. uh without anybody yeah. suspecting anything Yeah. but uh so then we co- go to the gang uh is going to giles's house and xander's telling all the, the gang about like no i was attacked by a demon broke into my house it was leering over me while i was asleep it woke me up i threw a bunch of pots and pans at it and it got away but there's a demon on the loose and they're like all right well we need to go to giles's place we need to figure out who this demon is giles probably knows and they go to giles's place and they see that the door is blown off the hinges they go in they're like oh my god uh they see that giles's place is all fucked up and thrashed and trashed and they're like oh my god this demon must have gotten giles too so they think that giles has been killed by this demon and they're like well it it has a purpose so it must be on to us as the gang because it killed giles and it went to go attack xander so they know who we are so we're all at risk let's research and figure out who this demon is it's like okay cool
0: no, Anya thinks because of the rip jacket that the demon ate Giles. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they don't really react as if Giles is dead.
1: No. They're which like, is, let's, get back, let's get down to business.
0: Yeah, like, which, yeah, I mean, Xander's reaction to thinking that Spike bit Anya was bigger than their yes. reaction to thinking that a demon ate Giles.
1: Yeah. So now Giles, is it's nighttime, and Giles is wandering around the cemetery, and he's like, well, I guess this is where it all is. You know, this is where demons hang out at the cemetery. Might as well go where we all are hanging out. And uh, Spike is in the cemetery, and he's doing some measurements for his new crypt home. (laughs) He's got a tape measure out. He's measuring this this thing, and Giles walks by, and (laughs) Spike sees him, and he's like, oh okay we got a demon on the loose here well 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 if it isn't a demon let me crack my knuckles i'm ready to kick some demon ass because that's what i do now and giles is like "Ugh, of course this is happening of course i'm gonna have run into fucking spike here well let's do it let's get with the fighting and he's like puts his dukes up and Spike is like, Giles? Is that you? <laughs> and, Spike, and Spike is just like, what are, what are you doing? And Giles is like, you can understand me? I'm speaking English? And Spike is like, no, you're speaking uh, Fjarl. But it just so happens that I understand Fjarl. I speak Fjarl. And he's like, oh, my God. Thank God somebody can help me. And Giles explains the situation. He's like, I think that this guy, Ethan Rain. Put me under some kind of spell. He turned me into this, and I need you to help me.
0: Why did Ethan Rain do this? I I never really got this point of the story.
1: Yeah, I guess Ethan Rain is always trying to fuck with Giles.
0: <laughs> He's just a little trickster, like a little Loki. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and Spike is like, yeah, I don't, I don't really give too much of a shit about that. And uh, why would I ever want to help you? And Giles is like, please, if you. If you don't help me, I'll kill you. And Spike's like, mm, I'm calling your bluff on that yeah. one. And Jaws like, okay, fine. How about if you help me, I'll pay you. I'll pay you $100. And Spike's like, you're going to need to do a little bit better than $100. And Jaws is like, how much are we talking? And Spike's like, how about $200? And Jaws was like, oh, okay,
0: that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, really? Okay, well, then, I'll, all right, I'll help you. <laughs> Spike's like, I'll do it for money. I like money. Yeah, yeah. He's, so, got a, he's got to furnish his crypt, so he needs the cash.
1: True. Yeah. Where's Giles getting his money from? Who knows? But, uh I think yeah. Giles
0: is fine. He just doesn't have a purpose anymore. But it also seems like he could have a purpose. Like, it's not like he, I don't know. It just seems like he could do whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then we go back to the gang at Giles's place, and they're researching what could have gotten, Giles. And uh, Riley shows up, and he's like, hey, I got some emergency calls about this demon that's on the loose. And uh, uh, I figured that I should come over here and let you know, Buffy. And he's like, what are you doing here? And they're like, well, we're all researching what this demon could be because we think that it killed Giles. And they're like, uh, but we're so bad at research. And you know who would get to the bottom of this really quickly? giles giles always had a knack for just opening a book
0: and flipping to a page and understanding (laughs) exactly what was going on (laughs) they are talking about him as if he's dead but not reacting as if he's dead yeah the emotion
1: isn't there yeah
0: it's like so they know he's still it it seems like they know he's still alive so there's no added tension and and i don't understand why they didn't just make him like make buffy go to that dark place because they've done it before yeah they've like done buffy, the fake outs yeah they've done fake out i think my friend's dead
1: yeah buffy usually reacts a lot more ferociously like yeah. i'm gonna you fuck with my friends i'm gonna yeah.
0: even I mean, at the ender end, even at the end of this it's like oh you killed my friend i'm gonna kill you like it's not there there's little yeah. emotion doing it i don't believe they believe that he's dead
1: yeah but they're all like oh man we're gonna miss that guy he was great he was great at researching.
0: <laughs> so is anyone called dibs on his apartment? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty nice. I yeah, mean, I mean, he, Xander's a... like, I can move out of the basement here. I'm going to have to fix up this banister in that front door, but uh, it's still better. It's still above ground. You know, maybe you know, Spike's looking for a new place. Yeah. Maybe you could just move. Spike, one of our roommates. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but speaking of Spike, he and Jocko's are... In Giles' little jalopy <laughs> and they're uh, driving. And Spike explains to Giles that he is a Fjarl demon. And Giles is like, well, what comes with that? What comes with being a fiaral demon? Do I have any special powers? Do I have super strength or anything? And uh, G- uh, Spike is like, well, you're super strong. Um, and it appears you don't really know your own strength. Plus, uh, Fjarl demons have this crazy mucus and giles is like ew really I'm paralyzing mucus, mucus. Yeah. yeah and he explains like yeah it's a paralyzer it shoots out it's gross and uh and giles is like great mucus that's my superpower and uh they're driving along and spike is having a hard time driving uh the stick shift and Mm -hmm. giles is getting pissed off about he's like you're gonna ruin my car and spike's like this isn't that good of a car to begin with let's just get that out of the way and then giles is like starting to turn it seems like he's starting to turn fully into this demon because he's like i'm starting to have a mindless need to destroy and and have cause violence in the world and i don't like it and spike's like give into it man that's super fun i (laughs) wish i could do that (laughs) yeah And Giles is like, no, I don't want to have this awful, mindless violence. I don't want to go around scaring people. I don't want to go around hurting people. I have a soul. I have a conscience. I'm a good person. And then he's like, ooh, wait, stop the car. Stop the car. Because he sees Professor Walsh walking Mm -hmm. along. And Giles gets out of the car runs straight up to professor walsh and he's like <laughs> right in front of the espresso pump in yeah. front of all of these people and professor walsh sees it she's like oh holy shit she starts running yeah and then giles scares the shit out of her and then runs back into the car and he's like "Ah, oh, that felt good
0: he oogie boogies yells at <laughs> yeah. her and then oogie boogies back into the car it's like that felt good and it's yeah. just like one of those moments and it's in front of the espresso pump like you said and it's one of those moments where people saw that and just went right back to their lattes. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't.
1: Like- they no sell a demon running and scaring one specific woman.
0: And she's the leader of the initiative. Yeah. Does she not have any type of protection on her?
1: Yeah, she like you don't have, have a taser? Some kind of
0: self-defense mechanism, you know? Like one of those knockout needles. Like anything yeah she she doesn't do anything she just runs this is the second time we've seen her be attacked by like werewolves and a demon and just be like i have no recourse
1: maybe it's part of like she's in public but like with the
0: werewolf she wasn't in public i mean she was walking from you know there's demons everywhere if you're walking at night put it this way if you're a woman walking at night and demons don't exist you still have protection and stuff on you usually, yeah. Or it, or it's like advised to like have some mace, some pepper spray, the key method through the finger, like something. You run a demon organization and you don't even have just a gun on you, like, like even if,
1: even if she wasn't that, you know, some people, you know, there's the fight or flight. Yes, somebody would have fought. The de- like, turn around and punch? You don't know that she's going to run and run away from there.
0: Yeah. And, and she runs away not knowing if the demon's just about to go into the espresso pump and wreak havoc.
1: Yeah. Who knows, man?
0: I don't know. It's a funny scene.
1: It is funny. I did, yeah, like, yeah. a little bit of revenge for Giles for being yeah. uh belittled. Uh, but then we go back to the gang re- researching, and they find that uh, Giles. Uh, they they're like, "Oh, here it is. Here's what the demon is that attacked you, Xander. It is a Fjarl demon. It's got this paralyzer mucus. It's gross. He's got uh, a,
0: he's got the library's level of books in his house somehow.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess it exploded. It might as well went and rummaged through the. But that's exactly where the uh, explosives were. So none of those
0: books mm-hmm. survived. And there was also a book burning. <laughs> Yeah, so like I don't know. He just has every book that he needs. Yeah. Uh,
1: so Riley gets a phone call from Professor Walsh about the demon, and uh, he's like, "Hey, I just got a phone call. the The demon actually attacked Professor Walsh. So we're going to mobilize a unit to try and neutralize this demon." Uh, they read in the book that the in order to kill the demon, it needs it needs a weapon made of silver. And Buffy walks over, and she's like, "Here's a letter opener. Found it. This yeah. is made of silver, right?" It's like, "Why don't you think that? Fucking what?
0: Why does Giles have a silver, uh, a, a pure silver letter opener? Yeah, I mean, like those are not. I don't know. Um, but uh, they make a
1: crack about how it stole Giles's car, and they're like, like, why the fuck would it steal that hunk yeah. of junk?'" <laughs> um, and Buffy also posits this theory that yeah. there's some kind of dark magic controlling the demon because usually fiaral demons are mindless foot soldiers mm-hmm. they read in the book and they need something that uh, gives it orders and she thinks that there's some kind of dark wizardry going
0: on to control this Fjarl demon and then uh, and then Willow's like oh yeah like the thing that was controlling the the, the, the rose, rose the, the the sexual rose we were trying to <laughs> that, I, that I definitely did alone I wasn't with another girl I'm not gay, you're gay <laughs> that's why they get the kiss from a rose I mean uh, um, yeah, Buffy deducting this was uh, it was like the episode was like yeah, let's just get this all out real quick <laughs> Cause yeah, I was like, she put that together there was a lot of leaps of logic there
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but she grabs the letter opener and she heads out to go hunt this demon hmm Uh, so this was, I thought this was pretty clever. So Spike drives Giles to the restaurant where he and Ethan Rain were drinking the night before, Mm -hmm. and Spike is like very flirtily talking to the waitress, Mm -hmm. and she's like kind of going for it, which I like. Mm -hmm. And Spike's like, There are two, uh, two gentlemen here, they were like me, you know, they're British, couple of guys here, one of them gave him your, uh, gave him their number you still have that number she's like no i fucking trashed that right away once i saw that he was staying at this rat trap motel Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and he's like okay what and what motel is that she's like oh it's this one across town and giles is in there full demon face just with his blanket over and like listening in peering in but you can see his demon face like why wouldn't you just stay Stay in the the car car, dude But, whatever, nobody notices yeah. that there's a fucking full demon, yeah, I like the horse. I like Spike's flirty detective work, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was really clever. Mm-hmm. um so Buffy and Riley, their first stop before they uh go hunting for this demon is they they go to the magic shop, and Buffy breaks into the magic shop, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa whoa whoa, 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 you did not need to do that." uh i have a master key that unlocks every door to every store on main street and buffy's like oh wow uh, that that's pretty crazy and
0: useful well next time we'll have to use that yeah it's like <laughs> hey are you guys sponsored by the town like right did you guys Who's all in on this <laughs> <laughs> did you know about the mayor like yeah what the fuck? where like, have you been <laughs> having a key for every shop on main street seems like a uh systematic thing not a yes yeah but like the mayor would never
1: yeah. want this initiative stuff to be
0: yeah like it's like stuff like that where you gotta be like all right now next episode let's start let's start unveiling some stuff because yeah
1: we're i mean i'm i'm okay to suspend my disbelief a yes. little bit
0: yes but uh yeah but it's so like they... a, it's like a line that like doesn't need to exist yeah. Like I have a key for every shop?
1: Yeah, that what? makes it seem like the whole city's in on this.
0: Yeah. And also like why do you need the keys to every shop like demon like you are you going demon raiding? And why shops?
1: couldn't you why wouldn't you just say like I'm a expert lock picker?
0: Yeah. Like that's <laughs> like when you say you have a key that sets up more
1: questions than Yeah. So they're going around the magic shop and Buffy finds a receipt uh, that is for Ethan Rain who had bought a bunch of magic spell bullshit. And she's like, all right, we got our man. He's a professional bad guy. This is who uh, This is who we're after. This is who's doing all this. And Riley's like, okay, cool. I'm going to call in. He pulls out his walkie-talkie and he's like, hey, initiative guys. Uh, let's do some research about motel registrations for under the name ethan rain r-a-y-n-e and buffy's like huh you can just do that you can have people research that he's like oh yeah the the initiative we're on top of all this shit And i was like wow this is pretty useful yeah can't believe
0: i didn't want to date you because of this (laughs) i thought this would be a hindrance to our relationship i don't know why i just felt that way i guess i really
1: thought that this was a hindrance to our relationship but This is working out perfectly. And Riley's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me throw a monkey wrench into that plan right now. When I spoke to Maggie Walsh about this demon, she told me that I'm not supposed to bring you along when I go to kill the demon. And Buffy's like, well, that's funny that she said that because fuck her. (laughs) I'm the vampire slayer and I do what I want. And Riley's like, no, you can't. Because this is a military operation now, and you're not allowed to come along. And Buffy's like, hey, Riley, remember what I did to you in the sparring session? You know, I could just do that again, and you have no say in what I can do. Uh, I can take all of you guys out. I've been doing this all my life, or or the last four years. I'm the Slayer. This is my destiny. Uh, So you can't stop me, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to go kill that demon. And you can come along but that's what's happening and riley's like uh uh, okay i guess (laughs) and i was like kudos dude yeah i'm like what is he gonna do so now giles is back to driving around with spike and he's like i i just i'm getting a lot of violence urges right now dude i feel like snapping necks and and killing people and doing a lot of evil, and Spike's like, "Hell yeah, I like that. I like the sound of that." But we have a tail, and Giles is like, "Yeah, I know. I was starting to grow. It's really uncomfortable." He's like, "No, no, no. There's a Humvee behind us. It's it's following us. I think it's some kind of military th- type of thing." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, just speed up and we'll figure it out. Well, maybe it's not following us." And then another Humvee starts, and Spike's like, "No, they're definitely following us." Yeah uh so we have some trouble and then giles is like well then speed up and spike's like i'm already flooring it dude this yeah. car is a piece of shit and then so giles is like well i can't be caught all right so i'm gonna jump out of the car and run away you need to distract the military and spike's like they're after me too dude like i'm not just gonna let you jump out of it we're in this together And Giles is like, I'll give you another 100 bucks if you let me jump out. And Spike's like, all right, cool. (laughs) I
0: love that Spike is just easily paid. He's just a paid mercenary. I mean, 300 bucks is not a lot, too. You don't remember the 2000s, Joe. (laughs) True, very true. Uh, So
1: Giles jumps out, tucks and rolls, runs off into the darkness of the night. Uh, And then he shows up at Ethan Rain's place to beat him up and he starts beating beating Ethan rain up and Ethan rain does the whole like whoa, 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 whoa. No, no 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 don't kill me, don't kill me.
0: <laughs> he's such a worm dude i love it i love that he can't fight at all too yeah he's and just like he a mystic guy a <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: like it's so fun what a roach he is like i love characters like that like uh willie and whistler like all these like slimy guys there's so much more interesting than just like,
0: I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Like yeah.
1: they're, they're like conniving.
0: Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Ethan Rain just has like a, I mean, he's, he's evil Giles. And that's mm-hmm. it is. Like he's the bizarro Giles and it's perfect.
1: So Giles starts beating him up and then he's holding him like by the neck, mm-hmm. choking him and stuff. And then Ethan Rain's like, you don't want to kill me, Giles, because if you kill me, then I can't undo you. And it's like this is always like the perfect mm-hmm. I've got the antidote and you don't know where it is. And I just still don't know
0: why he turned him.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. So then Buffy shows up and <laughs> Buffy still thinks that the demon is the one that killed Giles and she's going to and it's killing Ethan Rain. And Buffy's like I'm going to attack this demon and well, Ethan no, he, Rain Yeah, okay. Ethan Rain's like yeah, it killed Giles, and now it's after me. Well, no, he says, it killed Ripper, <laughs> and yeah. now it's trying to kill me. So I don't know what this demon's problem is, but he killed Giles, and you should kill him. And mm-hmm. Buffy's like, oh, yeah, this is what I've been waiting for all night long. So then they start fighting. So then we cut back to Spike, and Spike's on a quote-unquote high-speed chase with the military guys, and he, he loses them.
0: Oh, I, like, wanted to, I wanted to ring up from the last scene they do a stunt where they throw uh ethan rain across the room and he like lands on his head and i think that stunt was amazing Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the stunt guy like falls into a dresser that like explodes and he like lands on his head he doesn't complete the flip yeah i was like that's pretty awesome yeah that's awesome i was like sick yeah
1: I mean some of the stunts in this show are great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh that being one of them. Um so yeah, then Spike's on the high speed chase with the military and he eludes them, he gets he shakes them, he gets him, gets away from when he's like, "Ha ha, that's what you get. You don't mess with Spike. I'm the best driver in the world." And then he immediately crashes into like a loading dock or something. Like where did that come from?
0: <laughs> it's like a spot that would not be when you made that right turn. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, a just, little fun ending. Yeah.
1: So now Buffy and Giles as the demon are fighting, and they're going at it, and uh, they're going toe-to-toe. Riley's fighting Ethan Rain, and... <laughs> Riley's this elite, trained military dude that went toe-to-toe with Buffy for a little bit. Yeah. And he can't hold his own against Ethan Rayne. This well, like, I don't
0: think Ethan Rayne ever gets a clean hit in, but every time he just keeps letting him get up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think it's almost like, hey, just stay down, Ethan Rayne. Yeah, okay. It's, I don't think it's more like like Ethan Rayne's not putting any damage in.
1: Yeah. So Buffy and Giles are still fighting, and then eventually Buffy gets the upper hand, pushes Giles to the ground and she's like it's time to die this is revenge for killing Giles
0: I've no emotional remorse for (laughs) it
1: and Giles as the demon is just looking Mm -hmm. staring into Buffy with his big blues and he just kind of succumbs to it and he's like well I guess this is where I die and Buffy stabs him in the chest and then she goes Oh, Giles. And then somehow stabbing Giles in the chest as a demon turns him back
0: human and doesn't kill him? It doesn't turn him back human. Um, but he ends up he ends up being able to talk to her and her being able to understand him. Yeah. So he's like stolen demon form but they're able to talk and he's got like bluish blood I think leaking out and she goes oh this isn't silver so yeah. like if it was silver i guess he would have died but stabbing him unleashed him it, the language yeah and then between the cut i think ethan rain transformed him back okay yeah because
1: i'll be fully transparent with everybody here i wasn't quite sure what happened here it's not good it's a little confusing to it, say it, the least it, it's not we, good. We, would you agree It's a little confusing
0: I, one, I don't know why he turned him into this demon. Yeah. I don't understand what this purpose for. Like, it wasn't like Ethan Rain turned him into a demon. I was like, now I'm going to have him do my bidding and break into a bank and get money or something. Like, that's yeah. dumb. But at least, like, you can see that happening. Yeah. I, I don't know why he was like, eh, I'm going to tell my friend that he, my frenemy, that there's a demon force that we need to, like, team up to fight. And then I'm going to turn him into a demon. Like well, if you turned also... him into a demon. So that he could get kidnapped by the initiative. That would have been kind of cool. Like if he was like. I'm sending you an undercover. But you don't know you're undercover. And you would have mm-hmm. never agreed to this. Um, that would have been kind of cool.
1: Yeah. But yeah. yeah I, don't it, know,
0: I don't know what. It just seems like a farce. Almost. It also
1: is like. Uh, like. Ethan Rain gives Giles good intel.
0: Like, we find out at the end, and, like, he actually Giles, gives him accurate and good intel. And Giles gives him intel that intel that there's an initiative and there's a whole army force. So, like, yeah. they both have information that they have traded. Yeah. But I don't understand, like, what's the next step? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Buffy, you know, Giles
1: turns back human and and Ethan Rain is like caught, but he's just sitting cross-legged on the ground. Like no one's like holding him back. I think he just
0: uh, did the spell to turn him back. Okay, okay. That's what I'm thinking.
1: He does his whole leg, and I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids type Mm -hmm. of thing. And uh, Giles is like, I'm so happy that you didn't kill me. How could you tell that it was me underneath all of this? And Buffy's like, I looked into those eyes, and I knew it was you, Giles. No one can look that annoyed with me and and john's like "Eh, okay fair Mm -hmm. very fair uh and then ethan rain's like so what am i what are you gonna do with me now it's not like you can kill me so i'm just gonna leave and then riley's like well actually you're under arrest by the military police and we're gonna hold you in uh, a desert in arizona and we're gonna question you and we're (laughs) gonna get to the bottom of all of your mystic shit and Ethan Rain's like what what (laughs) yeah
0: so this is government funded
1: (laughs) yes because now it's not just at Sunnydale, yeah. it's all across the country. Because yeah. now they're going to a detention center in yeah. Arizona. Uh, and Jowes is so giddy about this, he's like, I'm gonna go watch him manhandle yeah. Ethan yeah. Rain. This is sick. And also, I love that Jowes is wearing Ethan Rain's clothes at the end of this. He's like, This wardrobe is trash. He's got
0: us some Dan flashes, yes, he absolutely does. <laughs> it's like a silky <laughs> yes. blue and black, like, cross. Oh, yeah, man. dude, it's crazy. Um, that would have worked if it was like hey giles are you in your midlife crisis now like you know they had that look of like i'm going to go to the club yeah uh
1: so giles steps out and buffy takes the time to thanks thank riley and riley's like hey you disobeyed military orders i told you that you're not allowed to go and attack and you just said fuck that i gotta tell you something i like that about you I like that you're independent and you take charge and you don't take orders. And Buffy's like, Yeah, that's what being a slayer is all about. And Riley's like, Cool. <laughs>
0: that's what being I'm, I'm not a soldier and just follow orders.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not in your fucking initiative, dude. Like-
0: <laughs> um So then we go to Giles' wait, place. Wait, he then he has the line where he says, Give me a week. Give me a week to get get uh to get ready to take you mm-hmm. down, which is uh little more double entendre that was set up earlier.
1: Yeah. And Bobby's like, I'll give you. Yeah. You really think you can take me down? I'd I'd like to see you try. Yeah. He's like, give me a week. take me down in more than one way than I He's like,
0: give me a week. My ribs are really messed up on that kick. (laughs) (laughs) He he says you're Spider-Man strong. So, yeah. Yeah. He does say that. He's like, you're strong. You're like Spider-Man strong. Yeah.
1: Um, so then we go to Giles's place, and Giles is replacing all the shit that uh, he destroyed. He got a new phone, uh, and he's really excited about it. And he's like, Buffy, see this phone here? Uh, you can use it to call me to tell me information. <laughs> you don't need to keep secrets from me. And Buffy's like, okay, Giles, I get it. Next time I'll tell you everything. I'm sorry, I really forgot. I could have swore that I told you, but I guess it just like slipped my mind. And I was having too much fun hanging out with Riley and and bonding about killing demons and stuff. So I'm sorry. And Jaws is like, that's okay. It's okay. Just keep me in the loop because I can help you. And, you know, we're all a team. I was like, okay. And then Jaws is like, and I really do appreciate this initiative stuff. And I really do like this Riley guy. And I'm really, you know, I want to support your, uh, your relationship. And Buffy goes, uh-oh, you have butt face. Mm-hmm. And Jaws is like, excuse me? What? And she's like, no, I mean, like, not butt face, as in, like, ass cheeks. I mean, as in, like, you're about to say butt. And was like, well, yeah, okay. Thanks it'd for funny the distinction.
0: It would be funny if he actually thought he had a butt face after being turned into a demon. He's like, not again. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so he walks over. He's like, Buffy, I got to tell you, dude, like, I'm a little concerned about this initiative thing. Like, Ethan Rain, for as big of a prick as he is, like, he does... I do respect his intel and he said that there's some kind of force that's throwing the world out of balance and I think it might be this initiative thing. So before you go too headfirst into everything, be sure to keep your eyes open, keep your eyes peeled, look for any suspicious activity and be sure to really uh, like check everything out and don't trust everybody. And Buffy's like, it's okay. Uh, I'm not dating the initiative, Giles. I'm dating Riley and Riley's a good guy and Giles is like, well, eh, okay, but- still
0: be he, careful he's the undead vampire with the soul but okay All right.
1: <laughs> so then we cut to professor walsh and riley kind of having a similar conversation where riley's like let me tell you professor walsh she uh she's a good girl that buffy and professor walsh said, is like oh said, yeah she just disobeyed military orders and went and did her own thing i mean that's a little reckless but uh you know She got the job done.
0: He says she's the truest soul he's ever known. I know. (laughs) And she calls him out on his, like, old school, college kids and love their poetic musings. Yeah. I was like, man, Riley, come on. Don't let the other soldiers hear you talk like that. (laughs) I know. If Forrest was there, he'd have been like, oh, fucking Riley,
1: bro. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) But... Yeah, she she's like, well, I'm a little upset that nobody followed protocol. Buffy didn't follow protocol. But you know what? Riley, I trust you. You think that she has the truest soul or whatever that you've ever seen? I'll stick with you. I I go with your hunch. I trust you, Riley. And he's like, all right, cool. Thank you for trusting me. And Maggie Walsh is like, all right, well, I'm going to go into this totally top secret thing. (laughs) You have a good time. And I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to leave. So she goes into this totally top secret place. She swipes a card to get in past two like security doors. And then she gets to this last security door and it's room 314, which is the number that Ethan Rain warned
0: Giles about. So now we know that they're up to something. Seems like Buffy and the gang should have already been wondering what's going on since they've been curious about these guys for like three episodes.
1: Yep. And you knew that
0: it, not everything was that met the eye. Well, I think would, this is the room where they inject the stuff into Spike.
1: I feel like it's more dastardly deeds that go on in 314 than that.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, And we don't see Spike again, so we got to assume that he's in there. Or somewhere.
1: Mm, oh, yeah, maybe he did get
0: captured. I mean, he turned a corner and crashed immediately. It's They would have to be insane not to be able to find that. Yeah. So. Yeah we never get the we never get a payoff there uh his midlife crisis isn't um eh, it they kind of go with it but they don't do much with it um yeah and then uh yeah um there's a when there's a line when buffy first meets maggie walsh and she says you're the slayer and she's like you were myth staken It's <laughs> kind of lame yeah that was a rough one <laughs> yeah yeah. I was uh, like, Buffy, you're not going to take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> what are we even doing here? But yeah. Um,
1: but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the episode. Uh, you got any final thoughts about a new man,
0: Vance? I didn't, I didn't love it. And we never got a chance to see the paralyzing mucus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They really yeah. check off gunned that. Yeah. They didn't follow that rule at all.
0: Yeah. I don't know. This one, this one feels like a little bit of a filler episode for me. Like I, the, the, knowing that the initiative is doing something in room 314 is, like, fine, but we don't know yeah. what it is.
1: I don't think it's the chip that they put in the spike because Riley knew about that, you know?
0: Well, what do you mean Riley knew about it? Like, no one – he didn't – they never said – Riley can know about the bad stuff that happens, too. Like, yeah. But yeah Ethan Wayne is just saying that they do stuff there. Like – yeah he didn't say what it is he says demons are co- so demons are complaining about something and now we're supposed to be like oh man we got to help the demons like, yeah. like uh, it, we don't know what this thing is exactly we know it's going to be bad we know it's going to cause friction between riley and giles and walsh and buffy yeah um but yeah we don't know exactly what it is but this this episode seems like it's there just to set up the 314 room thing yeah but like, uh, and and some terrible Willow stuff, but
1: and and like uh, the payoff, I guess, for Giles feeling like not useful and not wanted anymore is like when they all thought he was dead, and they're like Giles was really good at research, and he would have an answer. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's it, and it wasn't even like emotionally striking. Like they were yeah. just like, oh man, I they fucking wish Giles was
0: here so we didn't have to do this. Yeah, they like, <laughs> didn't even bat an eye. They thought they thought he was dead. Um.
1: Like Buffy didn't even have like a moment at the end where it was like, "Yeah, I, I I'm nothing with that. like I really need your help. I'm glad yeah. that you're alive." Like she was just like, "I could tell it was you because you're annoyed at me."
0: Yeah, it's, it wasn't like I was relieved to find out that you were a, a demon that was alive. I thought you yeah. had died. It was like she, she didn't shed a tear. Yeah, that, that was, was weird. Tough. That was weird. Tough stuff. Um. All right, so
1: that was A New Man. Vance, the next episode is titled The Eye in Team. Mm-hmm. This is going to be about Buffy rebelling against the Initiative a bit more, you think? Or is it Riley rebelling mm-hmm. against the Initiative, you think? I'd lean a little bit Riley
0: rebelling. He's lean a more, leaning more Team Buffy than Initiative. And that's why they don't let Initiative members date. Yep. <laughs> because this a bad influence. This is what happens. You were a loyal dog, Riley, and now you <laughs> yeah. have agency.
1: Yep. Don't love it. Don't love it. Um, but yeah, yeah that's that's a wrap, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon where we do Boys Watching Angel and uh, we also do Boys Watching Movies. Um, we sign up for our Discord. It's uh, The link is in the show notes. We're almost at 100 members in our Discord, which is a good time. We're going to have to... I know there was some suggestions that <laughs> we should be strong. some kind of celebration. We're
0: getting strong-armed in our Discord. I know, I know. It's like, hey, uh, I w- I didn't even really know that we were almost at a hundred members. Yeah, you know, it's Discord. not it's not cool to be counting followers, you know. Yeah, you know,
1: it's <laughs> you know, yeah. We we just are happy when we see newcomers in there. We yeah. welcome them with our open arms the memes. This, mm, yep, <laughs> and memes. Yeah, yep. Gifts. We didn't know that uh, there was going to be. Uh, a lot more shit going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Why do we have to do something for the 100 thing? Like, yeah, so we should, somebody should do something for us.
1: Me and Vance are going to have a pizza party for ourselves yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> when we hit 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we could do. Maybe that's, but, uh, they're all bots. Or if we're going to do anything. anyway. Yeah. Elon <laughs> Musk was right. <laughs> <laughs> 80% of our uh, Discord members are bots. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, join the Discord. We got some lively discussions. It's not just about Buffy. We have a separate thing for Angel. We talk anime. We talk gaming. Uh, all kinds of shit.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, so, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, follow the Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy if you want to email in. Boys Watching Buffy at gmail.com. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you want to get a sh-
0: sh- 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 shout
1: out uh yeah do it on spotify too if you do a rating on spotify uh, uh screenshot it send it to my dms at joe welke you know I'll, I'll give you a fucking shout out we've only had one of those so far it was our boy elias who is the uh, moderator of our discord which big help big awesome shit
0: yeah you know what? celebrate elias if we get to yeah. 100 yeah that's yeah. what that's the that's the real deal like shout out elias
1: hardcore yeah. that guy well he's the moderator for our Discord, and we would be uh, yeah. we would have had a lot of stuff spoiled if it wasn't for him. I think. So, and
0: uh, yeah, and he's keeping he's keeping an eye on the uh, the full spoiler sections of Angel and uh, and yeah. Buffy because we don't go in there. We we can't see it. We yeah, we don't go has... in
1: those at all. So you guys, you guys, talk guys are yourselves and talking mad shit about us yeah. uh, in the full spoilers. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it's all love over here from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah so yeah thank you guys for listening and stay tuned next time for when we talk about the I in team
0: I wouldn't say that at all In fact, Ripper, old mate, I'd say something rather interesting was about to happen. Someone? Oh bug, I thought you'd gone.